What's up, y'all? It's your girl, Crazy Curls, and this is your dose of curls where it gets really than real. Mwah. <laughs> I'm chilling with the one and only Alex Isabella. What's up, baby? Hi. Hey, girl. Hey, girl. <laughs> First of all, thank you for inviting me to your crib. Of course. This is super cute. Thank it smells you. really, really good in here. <laughs> Well, that gas. <laughs> yeah, I can tell you all that gas. <laughs> well, the people want to know. You know, I've been seeing you on the social media realm, and I definitely thought that you and felt like you were the perfect person to have on my podcast. Not only for me, but I'm sure that there's a lot of people that want to get to know you more. Yeah. So introduce yourself. Uh, tell me a little bit about um, you. I'm Alex, of course. I, some of you guys know I was a model, and now, you know, I moved into the, and I'm in the marketing field, business side, so... I guess you would consider me now a social media specialist and a social media manager. So that's what I do now. That's pretty cool. Okay, so social media manager, explain that to me. Okay, so basically I help brands and businesses mm -hmm. build themselves and their brands. So I post for them, I run everything for them. Um, as far as their content, when to post, how they should be posting, what kind of photos. Um, <laughs> I feel like you're you're working all the all time. time. Is all that time. facts? Can it you say is, do you have a day off? Mm -mm. Not even like on weekends. And it's crazy because I told myself I was only going to work Monday through Friday, 9 to 5. But Saturdays and Sundays, I find myself working on Alex as well as my brand. So on weekdays, I work on my clients. The weekends, I'm like, you know, it's time for work to work on my brand. So... Mm -mm, no days off. I don't believe wow. in it. Wow. How old are you, if you don't mind me asking? I'll be 25 this month. And what, I guess, is your title? I mean, you would consider yourself an entrepreneur? Yeah, definitely. Uh, yeah, my field is, it's very big. Like, I don't just do one thing. I do. Yeah. I, I have many hats, yeah. Yeah, you do a lot. I wouldn't need, you're an entrepreneur, you're an artist. I, at least that's what I get, you know? Thanks. Alex, how did you even get started on the social media journey? When did it begin? Mm. I know you used to have Tiny's Closet. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so it really started in MySpace days. I was 13. And wow. I remember my mom used to hate me being on the site. Like, hated it. She was like, you don't know these people, all these followers. I mean, all these friends. And I just could not get off of it. I was making layouts for people. I was getting my... I was learning how to do Photoshop with photos. And it just started from there. And then, you know, Facebook came on. So I'm like, all right. MySpace, then Facebook, and mm -hmm. then Facebook, then Instagram, and then it's like all those friends follow me on there, and then I just continue to create an audience, I guess. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. And, you know, it's perfect opportunity, especially in the world that we live in today. Yeah. I'm sure your mom is biting her words. You know, I'm sure you could be like, ha-ha. <laughs> yeah, because, you know, I went to college for one semester just to make specifically my parents happy. It wasn't even for mm -hmm. me. It was for, you know, her. And... When I told her, you know, when I told them, I was like, you know, I don't want to go to school anymore. This is not for me. They just, they just they didn't want to believe it. They were like, no, you're going to go into school. And then, like, when I started actually making modeling into an actual business and I started creating my brand, and, you know, they started seeing I didn't, I'm getting paid. And then I did open Tiny's Closet, my boutique. So then that's when they started having more faith in me. It was like, okay, she's getting the bills paid. She's, mm -hmm. she's doing this at 19 years old. She's learning what she was gonna learn already in college. So at that point, they let go of you know me not going to college, and they were more accepting of what I was doing, and then they were okay with it. Now they're just out of them. Dope. I'm 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 actually happy that you said that for the people listening who maybe want to make their parents happy. You know, yeah. I'm thankful that I graduated. However, 
I did it, do it to make my parents happy. And, you know, as we could see in 2018, there's definitely other ways that mm-hmm. you can just become your own boss. And you're showing everybody the way. You're yes. paving that wave. How, what is your end, end all for, like you said, you were, you were for example, um, doing this marketing. And I, like I said, I did some research on you, girl. I do research <laughs> on my people. You I know see what I'm saying? And I noticed that you have a, a template or um, where, you, where you give courses. Can you tell me a little bit? Elaborate on that. How does that work? Okay, so... When I first started doing my brand, I started making money off of, you know, other companies through collaborations, through their contracts. So when I started doing that, I had a mentor who was like, you know, you should really, you should really teach this. You should start doing seminars. And I was like, I don't like talking in person. I hate seminars. I'm not going to do it. But she was like, you know what? You can do something where it's an e-course or it's a chapters online. I'm like, you know what? That's a great idea. Nice. So I started off doing that. And I asked around, like, how many people want to learn how to make income off of social media? Because there's so many ways. There's brand ambassadoring, there's running ads through your page, and I teach how to, you know, gain those followers, those authentic followers, and get the right engagement. So she was like, yeah, you have so much knowledge, you just need to go ahead and teach this. And I started it back in June, and it's going to be a year, and we've had over 900 members. So wow. I know, it's, it's gotten pretty Shout crazy. You. Thank you. It's gotten pretty crazy, but I love it because... You know, there's other, you know, I know what it's like to work that nine to five life mm-hmm. and know what it's like to work. I used to work two weeks to get $300. Mm-hmm. And when I started seeing the money coming in and the different ways I was making, I'm like, I have to teach this. Mm-hmm. I have to show other people, you know, there's other ways, even like little side hustles. You don't have to quit your job. I'm not saying quit your job, but there's other ways to make little side hustles to make mm-hmm. ends meet. Mm-hmm. And I've been there before. So I was like, you know what? I really want to start this and I want to help people out. So, you know, that's where it started off. Good for you. Thank you. Uh, let me ask you now: Does it get to a point where people recognize, like you're out, and people recognize you, and you're like, because, like I said, I did my research on you, Alex. You have over what three hundred thousand mm-hmm. followers. I mean, you're connected with a lot of people. You actually also taught me, you know, like you said, there's ways to make money. Mm-hmm. You know, I didn't even know that, that it was deeper than rap in the sense of like sponsors and getting yeah. different avenues and just promotion. Like you're promoting for a lot of businesses um so do, do people randomly stop you and say hey, i want to take a picture they do there's been times where like here's the thing i'm i see myself as a, a normal person i pay bills just like everyone else i i you can see i'm very humble mm-hmm. so when people like stop me in person and you're like oh my god i follow you on instagram i get a little awkward and a little shy mm-hmm. because i'm not used to that like i said i, I see myself as a regular person but when people do come up to me and they tell me, oh, I inspire them or they're doing this and that because of me. It makes me feel good because it makes me feel like I am doing my job and mm-hmm. I am helping people. And that's really the goal is to help people. That's Thoughts. really what I want to do out of it. Mm-hmm. Thoughts. <laughs> um, for sure. I was going to ask you too. I don't know if it's getting a little too personal. Okay. Um, but you invited me to your crib. Uh, I also want to say that it's crazy because you're very humble. You you are, especially just talking to you before we started recording, you know, Um you, you you have this vibe of you that I don't think people would get, like, understand, you know? Like, you look like that model, maybe that stuck-up girl. Like, yeah, maybe yeah. she has this bitchy attitude, you know? And re- reality is, you're the complete opposite. Could you say that a lot of people judge um, you before they even know you? Like, I know that it can get ugly yeah. um, in the comments. Or how do, you, how, do you go, how do you grow and go through that? Well, first of all, yeah, um, definitely I've gotten where people 
they would come up to me and they would, you know, just like you said, they would hear me speak, get to know me. They're like, oh my God, you're not as stuck up as I thought you were going to be. And I think it's social media that does that. I think social media, just by looking at photos, you can look at somebody's face and then just assume they're away. But, and, and I'm glad that we're doing this interview because I'm nothing like that. I'm nothing mm-hmm. like being stuck up. And as far as the comments, um, it used to get to me. I've gotten so many years in social media that I don't want to say it's gotten easier to deal with, but I've definitely learned how to. Because mm-hmm. at the end of the day, their opinions like anyone else, and we all have them, and you can choose to ignore them, and that's what I do, is just choose to ignore it. I just choose to, just like, to act like it doesn't, it's not happening. Mm-hmm. So that, that's my way of um, ignoring the comments, but as far as that, but mm-hmm. it definitely, it has its times, but... And you've gone through the years. I'm sure your yeah. skin has tough enough. And yeah. The and very beginning was tough. Don't get me wrong. Like, it would be times where I even took breaks from social media because I'm like, mentally, you know, it could really mess you up. Mm-hmm. So she's like, people are pointing things out and you're just like, you start overanalyzing yourself too. And it's just like, you know, these are just their opinions. It's okay. Mm-hmm. But um, my skin has definitely gotten tough over the years. Yeah. Let me just say to the trolls and the bullies out there that decide to give their <laughs> non asked for opinion. Yeah. Clearly, she's doing something right. Yeah. You know, you may want to take notes. <laughs> you yeah. may want to take notes. <laughs> I look at it as if they're not talking about you, you're not doing something right. Right. And when they're talking about me, I'm like, you know what? You can look at it as in a positive way instead of looking at it in such a negative way. Right. Right. Um. So I'm gonna ask you. I'm gonna ask you. I'm gonna give you a name, and you're gonna tell me your first immediate thought okay. to this name. Yeah. <laughs> There is this cute <laughs> ass little boy that sometimes surfaces your Instagram and your Snapchat, and we don't yeah. get a lot of him, but I know that he's there. Yeah. So you have JoJo. He just turned one in January. Was yeah, it? January fifth. Okay, Capricorn. Okay. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Tell me about him. He's he's a goofy kid. He's very smart for his age, and I remember when I gave birth, I always, I always felt like there was gonna be something different about him. And as the months have went by, he was a lot, he's progressed a lot faster than most kids. And his personality just started showing more. And he's honestly just a calm, collect kid, to be honest. But yeah, that's, that's my world. Like, I do all of this because of him. Do you have something maybe you want to tell your audience that they don't know about, you know, your, your son or your, or your family? I know that you started doing vlogs yeah. more to kind of get people to know you. Um, I think people want to know more about JoJo. Is there a reason why you kind of keep them behind the scenes? Um, okay, so first, it started off with, or obviously, you know, me and his dad are not together. We're in a great state of mind, by the way, but we're not together. And at first, it was, you know, he was living with me, and obviously, you know, we have to co-parent. And that's a point where I didn't want to live in Orlando no more. Orlando wasn't for my business at all. And Orlando was always... Um, how do I say this? It was always a spot for me to, you know, make my bread, save up, and then go somewhere else because there's nothing in Orlando for me. And we had a talk about it, and, you know, we just decided, okay, you know, Jojo will be with his dad for a couple months, and I will be the same. We're going to go back and forth and share custody. And honestly, at first, I was, I'm not going to lie to you, I was totally against it because me being the mom, because I was always with Jojo, um, I knew, I was like, I'm going to feel heartbroken after this. And I remember feeling like, as the days were going by and, you know, Pete was with JoJo, I'm like, I got to work. I got to mm-hmm. make my mind, because I know he's okay. At the end of the day, his dad is a great father. I would never take that away from him. I know he's okay. I know he's doing great. But I'm like, okay, I got I to gotta work. So now the time that Pete's with JoJo, I get to work because 
when it was with JoJo, my working was a little bit harder. Mm-hmm. You know, I could only work when he was napping or when my mom was around or when he had attention somewhere else. Mm-hmm. But when he was with me, work was impossible. So, you know, I'm blessed to say that Pete is there and he's helping with the baby and he's allowing me to, you know, the brand to grow because at the end of the day, I'm not doing this for me. Like I said, I'm doing this for JoJo, for my family, for mm-hmm. everyone around me. So mm-hmm. that's why you haven't really seen him as much because he's with his dad. Mm-hmm. But he, yeah, he will be back a couple months. Shout out to Pete, you know. Because um, not that many fathers do that. Right, right. You know, I love that you guys have this beautiful co-parenting relationship. At the end of the day, we're going to remove the emotions. And, yeah, and, and the main importance See, is and JoJo. That's the thing I learned from my parents' divorce. Because when my parents divorced, it affected me in a way it should have never really affected me as mm-hmm. much. Mm-hmm. And I... And it was, it was hard, you know, the custody battle and all that. Mm-hmm. So I know, and I told Pete, I was like, you know, from when I first got pregnant, if it did not work out, if whatever reason things happened, we go our separate ways, we would never let JoJo go through that. We would never allow him to not know what it's like to have his mom and dad around. So we decided, you know, put our feelings to the side. At the end of the day, it's not about us. Mm-hmm. It's about him. Mm-hmm. So, and I think that's where a lot of people forget that co-parenting, it can be done. It's very possible. We you just gotta like set your pride aside, feelings aside, and think about you know at the end of the day you don't want your son or daughter to go through the pain of not having one parent around or not you know their parents fighting and like they're gonna feel like oh it was my fault. Mm-hmm. So you never want to do that to your kids. But like I said, definitely put your pride aside and feelings and think about your children. They come first. You know it's crazy because I a couple years back I want to say maybe like eight years back yeah, yeah. we kind of hung out a couple times yeah, yeah 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 and I feel like now you're so, so grown like your so your state of mind has changed so is, much. has changed so much and it I I feel like JoJo has a lot to do with it but I also feel like it's just also the brands and and the entrepreneurship and just learning yeah. and growing through everything now I'm gonna ask you. A, a personal question, you know, just because I, for the audience sake, yeah, you know, okay. I know there's young women out here who probably who just had a baby or did you ever feel like maybe it got really hard for you at one point? Did you ever think about giving up on your brand or I mean the whole year that you was with Jojo? Um, I don't want to say um, giving up my brands, but it did get hard. It, it got hard. Um, no one really tells you how to feel, how to what to expect after you give birth. Like, everyone's experience is completely different. So my experience was overwhelming. Mm-hmm. It was a lot. So I found myself, if anything, honestly, with the overwhelming, it, like I said, it didn't make me want to give up my brand. I wanted to keep pushing my brand, but I, I didn't know how. Mm-hmm. because here's my first time being a mom and I have to be a mom and then I was also in a relationship so with that and then I have a brand that I have to grow so I felt like I was doing too much and I could only do so much mm-hmm. which is why like you know me and my baby father we did break up because you know we're two different fields but I yeah I wouldn't say it I wanted to give up it definitely just pushed me to to get it out there because I know, me personally, I feel like so much time has gone by. Like you said, you know, I've grown, I've grown up. But I wanted my brand to be somewhere years ago. Mm-hmm. And now because I have my son, I feel like I'm on a timeline because I have to push this. I have to make sure, like, by the time he's at a certain age, he's good. Mm-hmm. Like, he's stable. Like, we're stable as a family where 
you know, I can be around him and the money's still coming in and I don't have to take that time away from my kids. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I would definitely say it, it, the experience helped me a lot. And, you know, everything happens for a reason. I feel like, like you said, you felt like maybe it was taking you longer than you wanted. Yeah. Maybe JoJo was a blessing. He is a blessing yeah, in disguise, you know, yeah, because yeah. because of him, you're at where you're at now, you know? So that's beautiful. Thank you. Thank you so much for sharing that. Now, Alexandra Lola. This is where it gets juicy. I was waiting for a This is where it's at. This is Crazy Curls Drive-By. All right, Milo, I'm going to ask you three questions. You only have the chance to skip on one. If you're brave enough, you'll answer all three. I'm real brave. Are you ready? (laughs) All right. The people want to know. What is Alex's most embarrassing story? Something... That has happened to you that you would never want to say, but because you are on Crazy Curls on the Go, you're going to say it. My most embarrassing story. Um, honestly, I think it would have to be my first time getting drunk. I was 18. I had gotten into an argument with my mom, so me and my friends were like, you know what, let's go out. We went to a house party in West Pines. Like, some party we crashed. We didn't know whose party it was, but we went to the back. We had a bottle of Appleton. Now, because I was mad at my mom, I'm like, YOLO. This is when YOLO was in style. Mm-hmm. I was like, YOLO. I took eight shots back to back within like, probably like in 45 minutes. Oh, no. And I remember being hot as fuck. I remember they had a pool. So I'm like taking my shoes off. And my friend's like, yo, what are you doing? This is not your pool. Like, and I'm like, I'm hot. Like, I'm hot. Like, my chest is hot. And that's when I, like, mind you, it's my first time being drunk. So I don't know what's going on. Next thing you know, I sit down, this guy looks at me, he's like, yo, you don't look so good. I'm like, I'm good. And then I threw up on my lap as he said that. Wow. And I'm just like staring there, like there's throw up on my lap. My friend's like, yo, we got to get her to the car. This is so embarrassing. And mind you, remember, I told, told you to take my shoes off. I went home with no shoes. You left it there? My friends did. <laughs> I, I was you had no responsibility I, Exactly. I was messed up. Like, I didn't know. I woke up the next morning, like, not knowing what the hell happened. Um, I didn't even go home that day. My mom blew up everyone's phone. Like, my friend's mom's phone. She blew up everyone's phone. And if anyone knows my mom, y'all know she crazy as hell. So Your mom is Dominican, too, right? You, you yeah, guys are Dominican. So, she, yeah. So, for sure. I was not having that shit. Yeah. I'm surprised you didn't get hit with La Correa. <laughs> nah, 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 nah. Her words are actually way worse. Like, they cut deep. <laughs> okay, okay. So, all right. Drunk Alex Isabella at 18 years old. Got it. Yep. Now, the people want to know. Okay, okay. Where is the craziest place you've ever had sex? Oh, my God. <laughs> um, it, was, it would have to be. See, I'm brave right now. Um, it would have to be the beach when the sun was coming up and then like <laughs> That sounds romantic. That don't even sound it crazy. It was until this jogger was coming by and he seen us. Like That sounds sexy. That jog- don't even sound embarrassing. No, honestly, <laughs> I'm like a freak. <laughs> it turned the hell off that I had to stop because I'm like this jogger just walked by and he just seen us and I just I couldn't do it anymore. So yeah, just the beach. Okay. The beach. Last but not least. I feel like this is gonna be worse. It is. Oh god. <laughs> All right, crazy girl. Have you ever hooked up with a girl? <laughs> <laughs> um, I get to skip this. I'm gonna skip this. Ah, 
the people <laughs> She played her cards right. She played, if you know, you know. If you don't know, you don't know. <laughs> wow. I'm going to have to switch up the rules. That was whack. <laughs> Sorry, guys. You did that to yourself. I did do that to myself. I did do that to myself. All right, man. Well, it is time. Please tell the people your social media platforms. Shout out to anybody you want to shout out. Um, you guys can follow me at Alex Isabella on Instagram. Um, and shout out to everyone who fucks with me and who's been writing with me. I love you guys to the fullest. Thank you so much for having Thank me, babe. You. This was so much fun. Honestly, this is a lot of fun. I can't wait for this. Yeah, let's just pour up some wine. You ready? Yeah, I'm ready. All right, girl. <laughs> This is an audio production of Vibe Revelation Studios, the cure for your common day. VibeRevStudios.com.